Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit BetterHelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Here's football legend Jamie Redknapp for Skechers ArchFit Footwear. Okay, I know what you're thinking. ArchFit Footwear? Ah, I don't need arch support. Well, I thought the same, and these are still my favorite trainers. You see, Skechers ArchFit are great for virtually everybody. ArchFit was designed by experts giving you podiatrist-certified arch support and all-day comfort. Plus, I don't wear them just for arch support. I love how they look too. Feel what you've been missing with Skechers ArchFit. Find Skechers ArchFit Footwear for men and women everywhere. This episode of the Long Run Podcast is sponsored by Sketches. We'll get it, hang on. There. Very fair. I've done well. You wouldn't have noticed. You, I don't think anyone noticed that first bit. No? No one. <laughs> I, was still trying, I was still getting over the Toby story, to be perfectly honest with you. <laughs> Sorry, <laughs> evening, everyone. I was just getting I was just getting updated about Speedcoat, the fact that he actually thought he was on tonight and realised that now he's not. So that's brilliant. Well, he might appear at some point. But anyway, good evening, everyone. and Welcome to the Long Run live stream and podcast brought to you by 40 Runs and our um, our sponsors at Sketches. So head over to sketches.co.uk to check out all of the latest trainers and uh, gear. Um, and we are under good, uh, we've got good knowledge that Go Ride 11 is now on sketches.co.uk. But I had to get that right then. Oh, here we are. Modding, my second pair. It's an audio platform, but. Yeah, don't do about it. Chris is holding up on the screen a black second pair. pair. Second pair of yeah, I'm like a, I'm like a, you know a kid in the sweet shop tonight. Second okay. pair's arrived. Yeah, at the weekend. Yeah, I probably I'll probably uh, trot about that that thing that I've just also found out. There's a lapse on Sunday, by the way. We need a convo about that in a minute. Uh, <laughs> I like the way you spring that on me just before we go live on air. But yeah, I'll probably wear them on Sunday. All right. 
Anyway, right, tonight I'm joined by Chris, Jatilla and Gemma. Um, we're going to be talking to you about how to run a faster 5k and give you some tips and advice on that. Um, and as well as everything else, please uh, put your comments in on Facebook and YouTube. Uh, there should be a link for Facebook that Chris has put down the side, so please click on that so that we can see your name. Um, and if you can't, just put your name at the end so we know who we're talking to. Um, it's lovely to see people popping up already saying good evening, so hello to you all. Um, right, let's start. How are we? How are you, Gemma? We haven't seen you in a while. Yeah, it has been a little while. No, I'm good. I was just trying to work out what I'd been up to since I last saw you, so um loads of different park runs again really enjoying the park run tourism at the moment yeah. just been super fun i think recently we went up to see um louise east and rob they were celebrating their hundreds together so that was great a load of 40s turned out for that and what was really nice was that actually the weather was beautiful the course was dry we've done so many park runs lately that it's just been muddy like really wet falling over or almost falling over I only done that once um <laughs> Yes, that's been really, really good fun. Um, yeah. I did landmarks, obviously. Yes. And I really enjoyed it. I've been really reluctant to kind of kind of sign up to lots of races this year. I think yeah. cost of living, just trying to find different challenges. And when I got through on the ballot, I thought, mm, maybe I won't, won't, because yeah, I got a place and thought yeah. maybe I won't do it because it was it is quite expensive. Yeah. But absolutely worth every penny. I was so glad I signed up. It was brilliant. And we ran with, ran with Neve, Mark and I. Yeah. Um, she absolutely smashed it. So, it was, yeah, really good. Really enjoyed oh. that. Um, yeah, I don't think I've been up to much else. Volunteering. And I had the amazing opportunity this year to volunteer, not only at the baggage at the start, yeah. but also um, a few of us got asked to to see if we were available to do the, the tinfoil, the bank blankets at the end. I got to see Chris finish. <laughs> and, um, yeah, that was really nice to kind of see it from a different perspective. Yeah. With all the finishers. Down there at the finish line. Yeah, it was um, lots of different emotions, you know, yeah. lots of people just elated and, you know, still kind of full of energy. But there was a lot of a lot of people absolutely exhausted and so emotional. And, they, you know, they wanted to tell you their story. And I had one lady got her phone out and was showing me a picture of her grandchild and oh. sent her a little message. You know, she was so proud. It was lovely. So it was lovely to have that opportunity to kind of be part of that that journey for them as well. Yeah, yeah. Um, is amazing? Because you see them at the beginning when people are so nervous and like so anxious and giving you their bag and then yeah. you probably saw people that giving you their bag at the end as well and they've just completed 26.2 yeah. months. It's and it's just like that relief, relief on their faces, it's done. So whether they hated it or loved it, they're like, it's done. Yeah. Yeah. No, it's good. Really good. Oh, good. Uh, Jatilla, how are you doing? Hello. How are you doing? I need an update from her about the medal. Oh, yeah. We, I was going to ask that. Let me just get first of all, it was good, and now that you've brought it up, it's just brought back. Oh, no. what's happened? Yeah, let me just. I've been good, I've had a great last sort of like week and a bit, really busy with work. Um, kind of dimmed down a bit on the runs because I kind of I really did feel it after Boston, so I was kind of a little bit tired in the legs. Also, coming back from the injury, I wanted to just take it slow, like with Hackney coming up. I just want to enjoy it, so I've done the bare minimum. I've probably done about three runs since, and it's been great um it's been really nice really chill um really enjoying it but yes the medal is still not in my hands no what, what? Oh, you said it was like on its way tracking number and stuff so i got the piece of paper so the company that was buffering my medal out for people that don't know 
I came home from Boston without my Boston medal because they engraved somebody else's name on my medal. Traumatic, I'm over it, just about trying hard. Um, but yeah, so I emailed them like two days ago and said, sort of, can I just have an update on the tracking? Because they sent me the details of it being shipped, like the UPS thing, but um, there was no like tracking, like the tracking was on the receipt behind the page. So I've asked for that like two days ago and I've had no response. <laughs> so yeah, there's still no Boston medal. It's been two weeks and two days, not that I'm counting. Um, but yeah, I, can't believe it. I know. I really just wish I brought it home now and did it myself, but they said it would be super quick and it's still not with me. What, like, what courier is it? What like, is it UPS. like, and do they know about it at all? Well, I saw on the like they. I don't think they understand the severity of this situation. <laughs> like, this is real serious. Um, so yeah, I'm really. I know I said like two weeks ago. I'm hoping to get it. I tell you what, because I'm a nice guy. Do you want to borrow my hat? Yeah, <laughs> I don't think it will fit on my head, but I'll take anything right now. I mean, it'll bring back fond memories of yeah. uh, when we all went to Boston. I know. Did I go? I can't remember. You were there in spirit. I was 100%. Yeah, I, I, known, I was, I was still the fuel there to your spirit. 325. Uh, <laughs> makes, yeah. I mean, it, the, it's it's great. And I, I know that it will come soon and I can enjoy it. But for now, sorry to put everyone on a downer as we start. But yeah, oh. no medal. Oh, I just don't down. even know where to go from there. I'm going to go you to can't. Chris. I'll pick that... everybody back up again. Go on. Yeah, please. <laughs> but firstly... Thanks. We've already got a couple of people, uh, Facebook users, use the um, link thing I put in there. They've been asking about slow, um, yeah. slowing down and things like that. We're going to come on to that. We're going to talk about how we're going to speed you all up, how we're going to get your 5K time down. We're going to make you all feel awesome. We're going to make everybody feel super, super speedy by the end of this show. And you're all going to want to get on a plane and go and run Boston, come back with your own medal. <laughs> um, but we will. So if, you, if you've got any questions about speed, how to fasten up, how to speed up, things you've learned stuff like that stick it in the chat now if you're running along and listen to this pod as a podcast slow down because you're going to need to take some of this advice on it's really going to help you out um i gotta give a shout out to the guys in london and sue for making me feel so welcome on i can't remember what day it was um but i was there on time and that was good they enjoyed that i think maybe not sure but sue, uh, what day was it wednesday thank you and I've got to give a shout out to, well, all the satellites, but I've got to give a shout out to the Surrey guys who will celebrate their two year yeah. birthday. Hayden put us all to shame again. Um, <laughs> he's not here tonight. Get this right. I'm being deadly serious. He's doing a concert and old people's home because of the, because of the uh, coronation thing. <laughs> They've got, no, they have. I'm not making it up, right? That's why he's not here. What's he doing? He he's doing? He's doing a, a couple of numbers down at the old people's home. <laughs> the coronation. They're having a little tea party. They've dragged him out. It's, you know, don't forget, he's an ex-boy band star. So that's, <laughs> so that's I'm not, I'm not making it up. So, good old Hayden. Anyway, so that's that. Uh, it was something else I had to say, but I can't remember what it was. Hayden apparently throwing a party. What party? Through satellite. I'm just saying, I haven't had an invite to this party. So I live in the same satellite area, and I haven't had an invitation. It's just wrong. Rude. Yeah, rude. it's just rude. rude. Uh, I think, <laughs> is that, is, yeah, bless him. I think to be honest with you. It's gone a bit crazy with the people coming because they obviously people have found out now again that he was in that band. People are actually doing more bookings for it. I should probably be his agent, really, when you think about it, because he's got famous through this now because we're now the biggest running podcast in the world. Um, yeah, he should uh, 
He should probably thank me for it. I'm just thinking about it. Anyway, yeah, so anyway, so that's news. But there was something else, but I can't remember it. Oh, yeah, that was it. I want to know about this lats thing. Because so oh. we're just before, literally just before we came in here, you might have noticed I mucked up the start a little bit. That's mainly because I was absolutely gobsmacked because I was told that I'd be doing laps on Sunday, which I wasn't aware of because I wouldn't be coming otherwise. So well, talk to me about it. What is why, have I, why am I doing laps? Right. Oh, my God. Right, we are doing the Red Bull Wings for Life. So people might remember I went and interviewed Colin Jackson. Uh, Brilliant, well done. Now. Um, and we were talking about Wings for Life, which is a Red Bull initiative for charity. And you essentially, you set off, everyone in the world sets off at 12 o'clock UK time. I don't know what, whatever time that is around the world. And you get a 30-minute head start. And then chase a car, a virtual chase a car, not a real car like I initially thought. I thought I was just going to be running down a road. I was like, how do I not get caught by this actual car? Um, a virtual car through an app basically chases you down. So you just keep going. It doesn't matter how fast, how slow, what pace you're going. You can walk, you can skip, you can crawl, do what you want um, until the, the car chases you. And they do it. You can do it virtually. So anyone can sign up and do it kind of from their house or you can go to an event around the world so we're heading down to Battersea but obviously we can't just run down the roads of London Why? like because we, we don't well you can but yeah. they've got if they're organizing it there are some health and safety you know like I give a briefing on a Tuesday and Wednesday night mm. and tell people not to get run over that you yeah. ignore um so we're going to be doing I believe it's laps of Battersea Park oh um, hang on. Is it a full, Jatilla, a full lap? Have I you, don't know. The, yeah, you know the lap. What's the lap there, Chatilla? Like if you're doing a full lap, huh? it's around two and a half K. Oh, that's not bad. That. that means well, I know from working with Officer Run Through, we used to yeah. do 10K, and that course used to be four laps. That's right. going to be like oh. doing Barkley Park Run over and over and again. Is it hilly? Park? No, 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 no. Oh. Super flat, super flat. You'll be fine. So if you go about a 10-minute mile, right, so I just had a look at an average. 10-minute mile, you will do, I think, nine miles before a chaser car gets you. If you do eight-and-a-half-minute miles, you do about 13 miles before a chaser car gets you. That's a lot of laps. <laughs> I'm not having this. I'm just I'm just having a little read-up. No. And yeah, it says... Can you, can you help? A 400-metre running track. What? A 400-metre running track with wheelchair access. What? Um, yeah. Hang, is hang it on, on the track on, or is it around Battersea? I don't know. But then, it, but then it says, and a signposted two and a half K loop will also be available to follow through Patters Battersea Park if required. Yeah, right. two and a half K laps. Now I've done, right, check this out. I've done a half marathon on the on a track. Right? I did it with yeah. Coach Al. Yeah, I did it with Coach Al. We rocked up. We did. Three million laps or whatever it was, right? Got completely dizzy, but I did it, and I and I probably won't do it again. So if that if I've got to run around a track on on Sunday, I mean, I'll tell you something. I'm going to go and get the coffees. That's all I'm doing. I'm going to wait for the catcher car to catch me <laughs> in Starbucks. Right? I'm just telling you now. I think half marathon around Battersea, if I remember rightly, is around like eight and a bit laps or something like that. This is unbelievable. I, I want to know why I was only told this. Like literally two minutes, well, not even two minutes, two seconds before I came oh, on in. Because you changed our plan. I mean, not that Cambridge was <laughs> going to be any better, but <laughs> to be fair, I think actually it's my fault. It is it's absolutely <laughs> your fault, right? So I'm like, I it's my fault. Fault. and Brilliant. Paul Toby, I don't think he's even realized. Don't tell Toe. 
Well, if you do, don't tell Toe. I think he's having a bad day. Let's not bring that yeah. up. Let's not tell Toe. No, I have told him. I have said about yep. three times in the last two days. We're going to Battersea on Sunday now, not Cambridge. I've had no response. Yeah, but he won't have a clue because he'll be he'll be one of his tired, tired but annoying moods. So he'll be like really, really annoying because he'll be so tired from all the work he's been doing. Yeah. So he's got. Can you imagine his attitude when when he finds out about we've got to run seventy two laps around the track? <laughs> no, I think I think it's two about two and a half k laps. Gemma, the track is there. Gemma, we're holding you to this because yeah, I've, yeah, I've had a little look. It's it's round round Battersea Park. Two and a half k, I reckon. I think, think Jatilla, you should do it. <laughs> you, Gemma, can still, you, should... still, you can still sign up. Yeah, you both should do it. <laughs> I mean, I do love Battersea. Battersea is great, especially if you want to run a faster 5K. Battersea is a great part. Oh, I like your plug. I like I like what she's done there. The yeah, See is. what she did there. If you, if you do want to run a faster 5K, Battersea Basically. is great. But for two laps, yes. Any more than four, oh, got to really mentally prepare. What you're saying, though, is everyone that's listening should all be signing up to go to Battersea Park on Sunday, run 5K really fast, and yeah. then just walk around till you get to Starbucks. Basically. Okay. Yeah. I hear you. If you think oh. of it like that and just keep adding a 5k on each time, it's like you're just refreshing. Mm. You'll be fine. You'll be fine. It's going to be awful. Or just let the car catch you. Yeah, just yeah, let me know. I'm going to lay down and get run over by the virtual car. I don't want to do another lap. Hit me, is what I'm going to say. Yeah. That's what it's going to be like. Anyway, look. So, so we're going to Battersea to cause chaos on Sunday. If anyone yeah, but if you if you want to come along and have a laugh and watch me moan for a couple of hours, come along to Battersea. It'll be fun. I might, I might, what's the weather going to be like? Warm, 18 degrees apparently. Oh, beautiful. Oh, summer. Oh, I could wear my new camo. Oh, yes. Lovely. Bring no. Yes. Not... I was saving it for Hackney because I was running with Jatilla at Hackney and I got a little outfit to wear as we run alongside each other. I'm so excited. I can't wait. You're just saying, you can't keep up with her. I can't wait. <laughs> what's your half time, Jatilla? Um, 1.39. I do her easy. Yeah, I struggle over the half. I don't. Yeah, yeah I, do. I do her easy. Me and my mate Mark, right? We'll come down there. We'll Maybe smash you can you place up. me to a PB because I still want a PB. Like, yeah, we do that. I'm right. good at placing celebrities. Yeah. You want a PB at Hackney? I would like to try. I feel oh, like no, 139 is like. Half. It's a really good coast. It's a really good coast. Sorry, that's the. It's a really good coast, but usually the reason I say it's awful because it's like melting hot. Oh no. Usually. Hmm. Uh, and it's blinding. The, the crowds, I love it. The crowds are phenomenal. I've right? heard the crowds are like the best. Style. Yeah, they are. But the, it, it's awful because it's usually so hot. And because the, because there's so many runners on course, it feels really, really hot. Yeah. So I would just say to you, be bloody careful. Okay. Yeah. It is. It is. I've Like last time, I saw three people get in, like, mm. resuscitated. And I'm, I'm being dead. I heard that last year, because I was away last year when that event happened, I heard that there was actually quite a few serious... Yeah, um, no, there was a fatality, fatality yeah, yeah. or whatever you call it as well. Yeah. Someone did, unfortunately. Emma was out there watching. Yeah, me and Mark were, um, oh. were cheering and, yeah, it, it wasn't good. Yeah, it's not Especially, especially it's like, you know, those ones near the sort of the front end of the pack, um, mm. just put, really pushing themselves to kind of get that PB. And, so, you know, sometimes it's just really not worth it. Yeah, it's not. It really isn't. So don't do it there. Come to South End. What's South End's like? Flat. Okay. Like dead aim flat. Sign me up. Yeah, just do it. Let's I, go. I'd, I'd, if I was you, I think he's right. I'd 
Go and enjoy Hackney mm. and I'll go to South End three weeks later and go for it there. Smash the life out of that, mate. Yeah. Oh, it's three weeks later. That's yeah. Oh, she's Judith Chalmers, she's away. She's away again. New yeah. York or no, I'm not away now with work until August, which is right. This is this is on. I think yeah. she's gonna win South End half marathon. <laughs> no pressure. <laughs> right, so look, right, so tonight, the reason I said about uh the topic is to run 5k faster, which I think is brilliant, right? Because we put this up to we picked this last week. All I've seen all week is people coming out and going how to run a faster 5k. All the coaches at the running channel uh, have been putting stuff out about how to run a faster 5k. Uh, everybody, everything you read, runners, world, everything's all about running uh, faster. Okay, now the reason that is is because obviously the marathon season, apart from a few, has finished. So, to sell magazines and to get you to read stuff, when people come out with this faster 5k. Now, I wasn't thinking that, I actually thought to myself. I'm feeling very flat after doing a big training block. I need something to get me focused and something to get my teeth into. Otherwise, I'm going to fall into a pit of despair, which I have actually felt a bit like that this week. And I think that's down to my lack of running. Um, mainly because Are my you legs... Just missing Toby? Uh, no, well, no. It's been, I did that soppy biking at the weekend, which is the most pointless thing in the whole world. And it should be banned. I've told the king to outlaw it on Sunday when it, or wherever it is when he gets his crown. But I hated it and my legs hurt all week. But I think um, you generally do feel really flat and low after a big training block. And for me, somebody obviously, you know, openly struggles with like ADHD and stuff like that. I really find myself quite low if I'm not running like regularly. And I've really struggled this week. So I'm kind of really looking forward to getting stuck into some speed and, and some form of hard sessions to sort of give me, give me a bit of drive over the next few weeks because... And I've been doing a lot of training plans the last uh, week or two. Most of the training plans are starting middle to end of June to sort of mid-July. If you're doing something from, let's say you're doing Great North Run, you've got like middle of June. If you're doing Chester, I think you're about the 19th of July, some around there, right? Yeah. So we've got effectively, let's say if I'm going to say five or six weeks to play with. Yeah. And I think that's, and that's the key. This is a, this is a really good time to sort of, Throw away all that, you know, oh Christ, I've got to do this run and that run. But go out and go out on every run with a purpose and really get after it. because of the, And then target a part run like Jim does, goes to part run. Or whether it's, like you just said, Jatilla, 5K race over at Battersea. <laughs> you know, so, something like that that you can get your teeth into. So it takes it, you know, instead of being flat and down and, and sh what am I going to do now? You know, you you get yourself something to 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 yeah. focus on. Um, so that's why I picked the topic last week um, because I knew that I would be coming on a bit of a Debbie Downer myself. I knew that was going to come because I always get like this after I've done a big training block. So that's why I wanted to talk about it. So I think um, I think from yeah. So firstly, there's still that training plan. If you want something to do, right? It's not plug because I don't care because it's free. But there's a training plan on the 40 Rounds website. Just go and get that for free. I, don't know, I can't remember what it's called, but it's on the website. And it's like a six-week training block uh, plan. You can just go and get it. There's a few sessions in there you can crack on with. Um, that's up there. Just crack on. But I think um, what would be good, interesting, from my side, talking firstly to Tatilla because of your background, Mrs. Speedy Pants, um, what they sort of drilled into you would be interesting. And then... Let's spin around and find out what you guys are doing in terms of what would you do to get faster? 
Should we do that? What do you think, Abby? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Right, so Dutilla, what in terms of your background as a sprinter, what sort of distance, what sort of, what was your forte? Ooh, well, if I put it into context, I used to hate running any further than 200 metres. And I think we actually had this conversation, mm -hmm. Gemma, last time we were on the podcast. Mm -hmm. I used to hate running more than a lap. It was draining, it was tiring, I hated it. So my sessions would tend to be... Uh, a Tuesday, a Thursday, a Saturday and a Sunday. So Tuesday and Thursday would be pretty much um, speed. So it would either be lots of um, 200 meter reps. So it'd be like a pyramid. I tend to do pyramid reps, which I still do in my training now. So doing like a 250, then a 200, then a 150, then a 100. And it would really work, work the speed in there. And I used to absolutely love that session. It was great. And then on during the winter season, on other days, I might tackle maybe more of like a grass session. So I do like one minute on, one minute off. So it's still at a reasonable speed. Um, and that was pretty much the whole of my sort of training block, opting in with some sort of gym and things like that. But since moving to the long distance, um, I kind of still wanted to, I've obviously kept in a lot of my speed and my favorite sessions is speed. So training for a marathon, I was getting so excited to sort of go and train for on a on a Wednesday, my speed session would be, and I'd be so excited for it. And the difference was crazy. So I'm doing sort of, I'm enjoying 1K reps. And I think especially if you're wanting to do like a 5K, 1K reps are great because you can go out, you can sort of find where you feel comfortable and you've still got enough time to sort of hold that pace, pick it up or slow it down. So I think that's great. Like a fantastic session, like six one minute 1K reps was always a treat and it would always sort of just give you that sort of push um but since the marathon training and stopping marathon training since boston i've now started to implement doing my speed sessions on a sunday so obviously like now that marathon season sort of well for me is now over i want to try and look to run a little bit faster myself not necessarily over the 5k but just in general so having that motivation that i had from going out on a sunday for a long run I can now change that and use that motivation to go and kill a fight, like a, a speed session on a Sunday, um, which has worked really, really well for me. Um, and I'm going to continue to do that leading into most of the summer, really. Um, so definitely consider sort of trying to switch up if you have come out of marathon season. Go try and change your Sunday long runs to a fast speed session head down to the track you'll see so many other people you'll meet so many other people that might be on the same similar journey um that's a good it. point actually you just remind me something if you're uh, uh, that's brilliant by the way firstly uh reps you mean for those who don't know yeah so reps so realistic i would normally do around maximum probably six to eight reps of say one kilometer reps okay. but if you're starting off and you're sort of just wanting to get through your like your first race start off easy see what you can do over the 1k and then okay. you can kind of get a gauge for where you can step it up for multiple reps and when you, when you, you do, it, do you do the same speed every time so you try and go one kilometer at whatever pace that is and then do you have a break so you go yeah so I definitely take breaks so I think I mentioned two weeks ago when I did the podcast I'm quite a nervous runner so I, I hate to start my sessions and go too hard and be exhausted so I always probably go out a little bit too easy just to sort of find my feet and I think it's so important to find yourself don't go out and hammer it because you don't know what's going to happen when you get minutes minutes down the line you want to finish the session that like is time on feet not the speed 
you know, so just time on feet, get those reps done. Um, and I normally take maybe 90 seconds to two minutes rest in between each one, yeah. um, which is key for me. You can really recover and walk it off. Now, nice. You, I think you've a couple of brilliant things there. Firstly, you've just reminded me, on the, if, if you're new to, you ain't got a clue what to do at the track, right? And I'll come on to my next point. Go to the YouTube channel. We filmed some sessions down a uh, uh, track near us. They're so easy. Just even if you get through the video and pause it and it will tell you what to do. There's a warm up. There's a there's a session and there's a cool down with stretches. Watch them. They're on the YouTube channel. OK, that's just reminded me of them. I should probably um, put them out somewhere. But I do think you made a really good point about the track. Um, I know it's hard to get on a track sometimes because some of these traditional clubs and that, that they close them out. And it's very difficult to get on. But there are some that you can get onto of an, of an evening if you're just a single runner. And it is an intimidating place when you see everybody in their saw running gear, running around, high-fiving each other and, you know, all this sort of stuff. It can be really, really intimidating. But I think actually you should in you look to enjoy it because it's a real change of scenery and it can really focus in on some of that, that speedier work. Um, don't don't fear the track. Embrace the track is what I wanted to say because I think you can if you could try and get down to a track once a week, right, it can transform you over the summer. It really can. If you can dial in some of those sessions, it's so good for you. It really is. And then it just breaks up also some of that road work that you've probably been doing. It's like also on the flip side, going up to the trails. Yeah. Get up the trails at the moment if you can. It's just a really nice place to be. Um, and it's different from the road work. But the, in terms of the speed, I think if you can get to a track like Jatila was saying and get some of those sessions that she just mentioned into into a, a week somehow, it can really transform you and set you up brilliantly for whatever you've got coming next. Jump in, because Gemma, yeah. you did a session at a track, didn't you? I know that we don't really run the track, but you did one a couple of weeks ago. How was that, a 5K? Yeah, do you know what? Considering I'm I'm kind of running quite slow this year and happily running slow, um, yeah, I went up there with Mark from the Broxbourne um, group and... Yeah, I ran a lot faster than than I thought I would. Yeah, yeah. Um, and it was, yeah, it was, I was a bit nervous, to be honest with you. I haven't run on a track since I was like 15, 16. Mm. Um, yeah, I was a little bit nervous, but actually it was, yeah, it was good. It's great fun. Really good. Yeah, really, really good fun. It's great fun and it just channels that inner yeah. kid about, oh, I'm at a racetrack. I'm going to go like a Definitely. mind around here. <laughs> Definitely. It's Brilliant. so true. And it also helps you, like, especially if you are a nervous runner or you're doing your first race and you've been down at the track, like, a couple of times or once a week, you kind of get a feel for an atmosphere, which you're going to get on race day. Like, I don't think, I think we can all vouch for turning up to one of your first races. You see all these people speeding past you, doing these ridiculous warm-ups, doing all these um, warm-up like, stretches that you have no clue about. It can feel really intimidating. So it's like getting down to the track getting used to the atmosphere just having to wander around and you'll be really surprised at what you see or if you're sort of that sort of extrovert person you can go and maybe have a chat with someone more than likely people yeah. are going to want to have a chat no matter where you are if you're more of an introverted person just have a little look get comfortable with your surroundings and just think right this is what I can sort of prep myself for when it comes to a bigger race because it's, it's, be it's great there. you can take it sounds funny but you can take your drinks down you can leave them down the side Literally. you can leave all your kit bag there you can you can like you were saying just you can do you know whatever it is uh part of a session then you've got a recovery you can sit down you can have a decent hydration so you can take some form of electrolytes with you you can you know you can get all that back into you and then you, then off you go again it is 
it's a really good thing to do if you can do it. It's, I find it incredibly frustrating that there's not enough uh, running tracks around. And the ones that are, are sort of, you've basically got to die. So someone's got to die for you to be able to run on there. Or you've got to like bribe a local club to let you on there, which is a bit silly. But it is what it is. But I, I just think it's if you've got something like that on your doorstep, I appreciate, you know, it's a cost. But some of them are like council run. And they're not as expensive as you're thinking. You can get on them. Do it. Honestly, it, it, it will it will transform you if you can get yeah. on it. And as I said, there's not just the videos, but if you just go online, there's loads of sessions you can just put off and um, and do them on a track. You'll have you'll have the best time ever. It's so much fun. I think so. one of the other things that I often think about or I've thought about with a with a track is look, life is expensive, right? And, and trainers, etc., expensive. Can you just go down there in your in your yeah. road shoes? But I think that also will put people off because you go, God, do I need special shoes? Do I need to buy something else now? Do I need this? And therefore, actually, can you just go in your, your shoes and crack on? Go in whatever you want. Yeah, wear your sketches. In. I mean, everybody's got this thing of wear this, wear that. What Are you wearing these type of shoes? Are you wearing carbon plate? Are you, what kit are you wearing? Are you wearing the arm? I, I just think it's ridiculous. Wear what you want to wear that makes you feel comfortable. That is I can see someone running around in jeans for all I care, and I'd laugh. But if they're having a great time, yeah, so be it. You know, yeah. like what, what does it matter? Um, it, it really does not matter what you wear and what you're comfortable in is what you're comfortable in. So, yeah. absolutely, you selling a little or a lot. Shopify helps you do your thing, however you ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business, from the launch your online shop stage to the first real life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage? Shopify is there to help you grow. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout, thirty six percent better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Get a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash work. Shopify.com slash work. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. And it is, again, it goes back to what I said. It's intimidation. And these places they can feel intimidating because because of the sort of people that can go there i'm not don't want to be stereotypical and it isn't intimidating but you'll probably find that most of those people are really just like you they're just really nice and they're just normal and they're there to do a hard workout and don't be don't be intimidated by it because you know you've just got as much right to be there as, as everybody else and mm. and it can really it can really once you get into it once you understand it i think it's like sounds funny but like when you go to if you haven't been swimming for a long time you go to the pool yeah. you think Firstly, I look fat. Secondly, I I can't remember what lane I'm meant to be in. And thirdly, is everybody watching me in the water? No one is, right? And we all look the same, okay? And it's that same feeling when you go to the athletic chair. But once you're in the water and you're just plodding up and down, it's the same thing. No one cares, right? So just own it. Get to the track and get faster. There we go. And one at one point, everybody was where we were at, you know? So it's like, just take that into consideration as well. Yeah. 
yeah. heroes. Right. That's interesting. Admin, what are you doing in terms of speed work at the moment? I mean, maybe just running would probably help, wouldn't it? Oh, yeah, there is that, I suppose. <laughs> you and Gemma are a bit guilty of that, but at least Gemma's been to a track. Yeah. <laughs> Gemma has been to a track. Uh, <laughs> do you know what I'm more interested in before we come to me, actually? Oh. Is Gemma. Because we were saying just before we came on, right, Gemma will run whatever pace someone next to her is running, and that could be a six-minute mile or a 16-minute mile. It makes no difference. Um and Gemma, you've obviously had, you've just said you're having quite a relaxed year in terms of running, but mm. you've had times where obviously you've put your foot on it and it's, and it's yeah. worse. So for you, when have you found that in terms of being able to find that speed and it come more naturally than having to really, really go at it? I think, as you know me, I'm, I've never been one to kind of really chase, chase speed because that's never been kind of top of my sort of priority. It's all just been about kind of just, yeah, just just getting out, just running, and enjoying the PBs kind of as the, as they happen. Um, I was trying to look back at when 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 was I doing my fastest five Ks, and it was sort of between two thousand eighteen two thousand nineteen, and it was when I was marathon training. But I think it wasn't because so much I was you know doing the long the long runs, but it was because I was mixing up my runs and. I wasn't being as technical as as maybe you, Jatila, talking about reps and things, but I kind of knew I had to do some sort of speed work and I would be, you know, it doesn't have to be sort of reps on a track or anything. You can run and like, I'm going to run fast to that lamppost or, you know, run fast across two lampposts and then recover and then run a bit fast and then recover. So I kind of did it that way or, right, I'm going to add a hill into, um, into my route, you know, so it doesn't need to be complicated doesn't need to be over technical I think sometimes we can sort of over complicate running um and use all the jargon and it can again that can be intimidating in itself um so I think because I was doing that just and again just quite casually but just doing it just part of marathon training I then just yeah then just found oh oh I PB'd you know oh so it hasn't it didn't just happen that I PB'd I'd obviously had put the work in but um it was because I was doing all that, all those things you're talking about, Jatila. And like you said before, Chris, you know, sometimes we can get, um, we can do junk miles, you know, miles for the sake of of just doing them. But if you're going out with a purpose and and going out and saying, right, I'm going to run, you know, run fast in this bit, or I'm, I'm going to take this one one easy, run, you know, I'm going to run a lot slower um, to get that time on my feet. That that all helps. Yeah, hundred percent. And I, I was, think, uh, yes, sorry, I think also as well where you are in your running journey. So. If you're just starting out, those times will come down just from that consistency of being out there running. Don't worry too much um, about, you know, what you should and shouldn't be doing. And also, I don't know if you've noticed, I've seen so much on the on Facebook um, this week, people really, you know, wanting to get that speed back so quickly after running London or, a mar- you know, whatever marathon. And I think, you know, you do need time to recover, you know, don't. You know, don't worry that the speed's not there. You know, your legs have just done, you know, an amazing thing. So, um, yeah, there is sometimes a rush. So I think you do need to kind of be kind to yourself, listen to your body um, before you start trying to sort of smash, smash it out. Yeah, it's really easy to get caught up when you're – we were talking about this on Wednesday night, actually, because one of our um, ladies comes on Wednesday night, actually, I need to give her a shout-out. Catherine uh, Little is going out to run Prague Marathon this weekend. Yeah, I... right. First yeah. marathon, yeah. Um, in Prague so huge 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 good luck to her um, and we can't wait to see and hear how she gets on there's, the first thing we all went was is there a tracking app and she went no there's no tracking and we were all like oh how are we going to know so <laughs> um, she's promised to keep us updated Sunday so 
that was that. But um, she said it's really intimidating actually when you know runners and you're around runners because she said it's incredible because you learn so much and they give you so much confidence, right? Whether it be going to a group, talking on the Facebook community, etc. It's an amazing thing because everyone gives you the belief that you can do it. Jen Conway was another one that a year ago was like, oh, I'm not interested in the marathon. And then when smash Manchester, right? Mm-hmm. Because she was like, everyone just made her believe that, yeah, of course you can do it. But the flip side is it can be quite intimidating when you've got everyone going, oh, I'm going to get faster at this, faster at this, and I'm going to do this, and I'm going to do that. And you're just like, oh, my God, I've just run 26 miles, and now should I be out the next two days later trying to smash a 5K mm-hmm. and a half PB? And you're like, oh, whoa, your, your body is, your muscles are in pieces. You need to rest. Yeah, right? Gemma, Gemma made a very good point about that. You need to you need to get over that marathon. If you've done a marathon or maybe you've done your first half, like Jatila was saying, you know, you come back from Boston, you run three times. I, I took, I, yeah, I took one week off and I've run 13 miles this week. I, you know, typically run, let's say, arguments like 40 to 50 miles. So that's no, where I'm at. So that says, that says it all really. And you do, and don't rush it. Like you said, Gemma, it's, it's brilliant advice. Don't, don't rush it because everybody else is going, mm. oh, I want to get fast. I want to get this 5K speed. It will take six to eight weeks to get faster. I'm telling you now. It's it's different if you've done a, a maybe a training block, 16, 18 weeks. You will have, let's say, an upgraded aerobic base, right, in which you can <laughs> now go and build on because you've put a proper shift in um, and you can now build on that, okay? So, you know, it's going to rocket you up. <coughs> you've got to you've got to wait until your body's ready to absorb the the next stage and the next bit of training. Um, you made some other good points, Gemma. I just want to come back on. Firstly, is to simplify any sort of speed. You don't have to go out and go. I've got to do this on my Garmin. I've got to run three hundred of this and times eight. Then I've got to rest for thirty seconds. Then I've got to go up that hill and then I've got to go. Forget all that. Like Gemma said, run to a lamppost and run back, or run to the end of the road and walk back in recovery. It, it can be that simple. Don't overcomplicate it just because there's all these complicated session plans that people are writing that aren't qualified to do it and putting it on the internet and saying, oh, yeah, come and watch our YouTube channel. It, it, you don't really need to do it. You can literally run around a park. You can do one lap slow, one lap fast. Yeah, it is that simple. Don't overcomplicate this process, right? It can be that simple. Somebody asked a question, is running 5K three to four times a week, is that enough to increase your speed? Yes. But if you run that 5K, like, badly, like what Gemma was just saying, as in, like, jump miles, maybe you're in zone three if you're looking at zone, then probably not going to achieve what you want to achieve. I think the best way to and – let, let's go back a step. The best way that I find increasing speed is – and you can get away with this by doing three to four runs a week, all right? And it's not big miles. It's three to four runs a week. And you literally want to go easy run, some form of like medium tempo run. Okay, I'll come on to what all this means in a minute. Then you've got like your interval session. So that's your high session. I'll come on to that. And then you've still got some form of longer run. Now, longer run is going to look a lot different to if you was just coming out of marathon training where you was blasting out 20 miles. Okay. So the easy stuff is still got to be in there. You've still got to drive that aerobic engine. Okay. You've still got to go out there. You've got to recover and you just want to put some time through your legs. Easy stuff, like you just said, three miles, 5K, absolutely fine. Or you can do a bit more. See how you're feeling. Maybe do it time-based. But it's got to be really, really easy, okay? Then you've got that sort of, I would probably go into a interval or a high effort some day after that, whenever you feel like it. And that's your 
really, really tough stuff. And don't get bogged down, like I just said about these sessions where you've got to run 1K reps at this pace and you've got to, like, I don't know, fly upside down while you're eating a, a burger and <laughs> run 300K. Whatever these sessions that come up with, because it's brilliant, right, because your Garmin says it. Keep it simple. One lap round the park, easy. One lap round the park, like someone's chasing you for money, okay? It's, you know, you've got to be, like, dead at the end of that. One lap recovery. It could be as simple as that and build your miles up. So you cover about three miles or you're, you're doing a session with a, with a good warm up and a good cool down that lasts about 40 to 45 minutes. But their actual high effort is probably between 20 and 30 minutes. Right. That in there, that 20, 30 minutes is what will get you your speed. If yeah. you add that in with some form of tempo run, so lactate threshold run, now you've got to find whatever that is, but it's an uncomfortable pace. We spoke about it before. Just find that uncomfortable pace where you know you could probably carry it on, even though you don't want to. Yeah. It's that one where we're running along and I'll say, should we do a cheeky little extra mile? And you'll go, no, but you'll do it. Yeah. <laughs> we can't, you can't really talk to me. You probably tell me to shut up and that's probably about it. Welcome then, to uh, Wednesday nights. Yeah, it's <laughs> uncomfortable. It's uncomfortable, but you can maintain it. That there, that run is a great builder. The other one that people I think really neglect because they really hammer the intervals, they hammer the fartlek sessions, they hammer the principle, um, the pyramids is actually that that longer run. If you come out of marathon training, you've still got a good base. You could still go and run 13 miles as, as quite easily. But run that 13 miles, and within the middle of that, do six miles of it at 10K pace. That there will really build that stamina. So chuck that in in the middle or at the end, whatever way you want to do it, but make sure you do a cool down. If you're doing that over a, a reasonable distance, that will really build the stamina in with everything else you're doing with those four runs. So a good example, again, a 10-miler. Do a cheeky little two-mile warm-up, super easy, like you ain't got a care in the world. Don't look at your watch. Just make sure you know it's, you are well, well easy. Then step on it. Nice cheeky little bit of 10K action. Then come out of it, leave yourself a mile cool down, something like that. That, again, is a really good builder. And you, and you do that over the whole week, six to eight weeks, but you put the effort in on those sessions. And even on the going easy has to be an effort to make sure you're going easy. That is what will get you faster. I think um, what's really good about and interesting about what we've all been talking about is a lot of this stuff, you don't need loads of equipment and kit, right? Nothing. So it's not stuff where you've got to go and spend money. If you've got a track Nothing. easily accessible, great, right? Because it's a place to go. You can drop your stuff and you can easily, you kind of know, because you can count laps, you, you know how far you're going. But running down the road to a lamppost, running around the park and doing a lap and, right, you don't need a watch to tell you. It doesn't actually matter about the distance or what pace you're going and have I actually mm -hmm. hit four Hill. point whatever or six point whatever. It's just about to feel. And actually, if you get to the end of that lap and go, oh, my God, I feel knackered and dead and mm -hmm. I can't breathe, okay, great, you've done it hard enough. If you get to the end of that lap and you're still chatting away, you know that you you could have gone harder, right? But you don't need expensive watches. You don't need fancy shoes. You don't need to spend money on getting somewhere. You can literally walk out of your door. And I think now the weather's getting better and it's lighter, that's really important that people know that it's not got to be some massive heavy investment. There's lampposts on most roads. Run between them. Yeah. Like, there's, there's a hill at the end of your road that you can do hill yeah. sprints. It also you know? reminds me of um, sort of lock that lockdown time as well, where we didn't we we didn't have access to all of this sort of stuff. I would run down to the local park, which was a massive field, um, and I would start get get my um, little brother and my little sister 
one would be at one end and I'll try and map out sort of like a 100 metres to them. So I would just do sort of laps up and down on the field. They would then join in, tag team, swap over, gets you out. It was gorgeous weather. The weather's starting to get nice. Get people involved, get people involved as well. Like go down with people, go down with the kids, go down with the family, like make make a day of it. Like it doesn't, it doesn't you don't have to have all of, all of this stuff. Because I know for a fact, I definitely wasn't buying brand new stuff in lockdown. It was just plain, simple, get the job done. Can I run in this? Yes. Yeah, honestly. The other thing as well is to like, sound, this is going to sound really random, um, <laughs> is to run on grass. Yeah. As long as long as it's pretty even, you've got to be careful, right? But doing doing a doing laps around a field where it's grassy, as long as it's pretty even, as soon as you then go onto the road, you're going to feel like a hero. Yeah. You're going to feel like you're like literally gliding along on roller skates compared to running in that grass. It's very much similar to like running in sand. If you can do some, you know, you go down to South End, get a bit of rock down there, like jubbly, but run up and down on the sand. Yeah. It's brutal, right? But if you're doing like in South End's a perfect example, down the beach, you've got them wooden things, right? You can literally do sessions between them. That's hardcore, but that's the sort of thing that you can get really inventive with, like going to the trails and doing a maybe a three mile loop up the trails. It's a little bit testing because you've got a little bit of uh, uh, elevation, but you're also using your muscles differently, which is brilliant. Mm. Again, sets you up perfectly because when you get back onto the flat around Battersea and you're doing 3,000 million laps that I've got to do on Sunday, you're going to be bloody quick at it. Yeah, that's the sort of thing as well you can change up. Yeah. Um, great advice. Gemma, should we go to some questions? Because there's been lots. Yeah, I was just, saying, just going um, to what um, Chris just saying. I think Vince Warren said he's never tried to track, but he has a small um, local, yeah, local small loop that he uses. And that's perfect. Um, yeah. So you don't need, don't need all the uh, extra equipment. Um, let's have a look. Hold on, Chris. He's got his hand up, Gemma. While she's well, I've, to I've totally forgotten about this, and this is this is breaking news. Uh, uh, the reason this is breaking because I'm a oh. hero, as you probably all know by now. Hi, guys. You kept me company through many long runs. Uh, we don't know who you are because we are maybe the link's about three days old. Question Remember Chris's challenge from ages ago? Can you beat your Garmin prediction? Now, all the marathons are done. How did you all do now? I beat mine. If I if I remember rightly, I beat mine. I do you know I what? Did. I'm trying to find it in my notebook now. I think I beat mine. Yes, I think Spigo and Hayden both didn't, which is brilliant news. <laughs> Can we find this, please? Because I've, I need I to wrote know. it down. I've got it. I've it's got it here. Okay, right. Tell me, well, me Goose. So. This is brilliant. Hayden's was 307. I've got it. He's got to sing next week. Hold on. He bought you back a hat and everything. I think you should. Okay. I'll make him I'll make him um do something else. All right. Toby's was somewhere between 339 and 331, depending on what he was looking at. So 339, 39. That's a problem. Okay. Bad news for Toby. It's good news Yours? for Yours. But hold on, before I do this, this just goes to show. You... <laughs> this is pretty... Tell them, tell them, tell them. 344. I'm a hero. So I'm the only one who knows anything and they know nothing. So they're coming next week and they're all singing. Boys, when you listen to this back, you're in big trouble. This is brilliant. Whoever this is, I can't see who it is. Can you tell me who you are? Because I think this is the best question ever. <laughs> 
This is great news. What's your Sabrina? What my I Gemma, I've got a Garmin and I haven't worn it, have I? <laughs> Absolutely useless. Love so it. I am all the gear and no idea, right? This is why I'm a I'm a better coach than I am a runner, because I can give all the advice. And actually, what was lovely, Jen and Emma, both from our Wednesday night group the other day, said, I said, Oh, we're gonna talk about faster 5k, and they went, Oh, you'll be great at that because you coached us both to get a faster 5k. Yeah, that's true. That's brilliant. Um, but yeah, I, oh, I'm actually going to start wearing my Garmin and I will maybe oh. tell you, Gemma, and just Perfect. tell her what it says. Yeah. And we can see yeah. what happens in Chicago. And we'll oh, try. Oh, this is so good. I can't wait to, for both of them to come back on. Look, he's even turned his hat around. I was like, I was proper down in the dumps. Right, proper. That's brilliant. I'm going to, um, fella, next thing I do when I finish this live stream. <laughs> I'm going to ring both of them and hammer them. Oh, no, I can't. Hayden's performing. Tobe, I'm going to get... Firstly, I'm going to ring Tobe. This is brilliant. <laughs> right, so going back to some questions. Um, a Facebook user that's asked, um, hi, guys, great Birmingham run on sun, uh, Sunday, 10K, Vaporfly or Adidas, Adios Pro Free? Uh, what was it, 10K? Yeah. Vaporfly. Vaporfly. Um, you guys might know this. How much does it cost to do a session at a track near Broxbourne as an individual? We asked about this. I don't think they'll let you on, would they? So it's, well, it's quite difficult. It's very difficult to find a track near Broxbourne that's yeah. not linked to a local club. Um, but there is one in Harlow, I think, that you can kind of get five or six quid, at ra- but it's at random time. So I went to um, Lee Valley, the, Lee Va- the one in, uh, you know, but... Was IKEA? I don't know where it is, but it, it was. Yeah, that was the one when we filmed the stuff on the track. That's the one we went to, and it's a good, it's a good place to go. Used to be, used to be where you used to go and get your COVID test done. Nice. <laughs> so, there you go. Yeah, that's what, a good one. What about the um the one that uh, Ridlands, the one in up in Stevenage? Do they? I think it's linked to a lot yeah, of linked them to local clubs. Yeah, they don't let you for their kind of clubs and their runs. And don't get me wrong, you can get onto them, but a lot of the time it's at like random times during the day or they're linked to schools as well. That's the other challenge. You can't use them in the day. You can't use them early evening. So you've got random slots, but Mm. you can probably get onto one for about a fiver. In fact, someone else put a comment in saying, um, Gail Shaw said, I'm quite lucky as our local leisure centre runs the track at one of the high schools. They run two sessions a week, which cost £1.15. No, if so good. Not a member, which is good. Yeah. good. I think it was eight quid or eight fifty at Lee Valley, and you can book it online. You just okay. go online and book the Lee Valley race track. Um, oh. And they've also got one indoors. They've got the 400 outside, and they've got one indoors as well. And they've got a, a, trail, a track around the outside of it. It's, it's really good. If you're in that sort of area, um, I'd really recommend that that place. It's really, really good. And it's, I've never seen one. it like banged out. I want to know where this one pound fifteen one is though. Yeah, yeah. It's incredible. That is really, really good. That's a, but that's how much it should be. So it's accessible yeah. to people. Yeah, and that's why I want to know so we can give them a shout out because I'm all for that. If there's people yeah, that's that brilliant. good stuff for for the everyday runner, so. Mm. Sorry, Gemma. Yeah. Now, um, yeah, someone at MY said, learning to be patient and consistent has helped me achieve my goals over trying to break my PBs every week. 100% agree. Yeah. Um, uh, anyone done the old Goggins um, 4x4 48 challenge? I think Alan's done that. Alan and Carolyn. Did he do it? I can't remember. I know <laughs> Maybe he did. I don't know. 
I think Toby's done that. Is that the one where you run four miles? Toby ain't done that. Four, I'm not four, having four that. Four miles. I'm not, Maybe four hours for two days. Hours. Yeah. I think he has. There's no way. The only thing Toby did, he probably ate four burgers, four bacon sandwiches, <laughs> and 48 chicken nuggets. <laughs> and, and that's probably about it. That that's it. And he spoke to some geezer called Goggins. Some old geezer <laughs> called Goggins. That's all he did. He had four. That's all he's done. There's no way he's done that. I've, I don't know. He can't I've even run. A, he can't even run a marathon PB as we just found out. Stop it. That's <laughs> <laughs> two footed. That was a bit harsh, wasn't it? Oh, you should have heard him on Tuesday where he went in on Simon. God help us. <laughs> um, right. Gail Shaw. Was um, I think the person that said about the one pound fifteen? Just it's in Oldham, so it's a little bit too far for us. <laughs> um, apparently, the cycling velodrome at Preston Park in Brighton is brilliant for runners, and it's free as long as you stay out of the way of the cyclists. Okay. You like the cyclists, don't you? Love them, Chris. <laughs> honestly, that part. Don't get me. Honestly, <laughs> I can't even talk about it. Oh. I'm a nervous breakdown about Can it. I just say the person that sent that question um, is. She said she's delighted that we you saw the question, um, but she's from Cambridge. It's Helen Chambers. She says she knows she's on touchy ground being from Cambridge. So. Ah. Oh, yeah, she's from Cambridge. She's Sai's best friend. Helen, you're my hero. You, you get the comment, of the comment of the year to bring that back up. I totally forgot about that. That's, I can't go over it. I knew. I wrote them down. I knew where they were. So well. I just love the fact that Hayden's... <laughs> Just love the fact that right. We've got those questions. I mean, uh, I sent in from that we yes. had coming. Should we knock them out quickly? Yeah, um, because I'm conscious of time. So, this is a good one. I'm going to start with this one. Is that right? Uh, which says, uh, this is from Carla, uh, and she says, Hi guys, uh, really, uh, really enjoyed listening to the show since I found you at the beginning of the year and have taken lots of your brilliant tips on board during my training. With that in mind, three of us are running our first marathon on Sunday the 14th of May. Um, it's the Rob Burroughs one up in Leeds, uh, which is the first event. So I think there's a load of runners going out to do that, actually. Um, right, this is this is a crunchy bit. It has a three-mile climb of about 420 feet, which starts at around mile 16. So that's when it starts getting tough anyway. Um, we're obviously all fairly preoccupied with this and wanted to ask for advice on how to tackle it. Is it best to go conservatively at the beginning to save some reserves for the hill or just go at regular pace and hope for the best? Jatilla, I'm going to go to you because it feels a bit Boston-like, that one. It's almost giving me a little bit of deja vu for a second when you're reading that out. Yeah, um, well, I would definitely say keep yourself sort of reserved when you start off because if it depends on what sort of warm-up you're going to do, if you're going to do one. You want to get to a place where you sort of feel comfortable, you know where you're at, um just get that comfortable rhythm going first as you get through those first few miles because you know that the hills are yet, yet to come so find that rhythm stick to a pace that you feel comfortable with and I mean don't get me wrong if you feel like I feel really good then if you think you're happy with going for it maybe pick it up a little bit but just make sure you're cautious of knowing that there are hills to come and when it gets to that point when you get to around that 16 mile mark and you've you've got the hills come in and you sort of take them on sort of I say it's a three mile hill. That's pretty brutal. So yeah, take it, take it as it comes. Like just take every stride, take every sort of step as it comes and don't push it too much. Like I think a lot of people feel that when they hit a hill, they need to hit it harder to get up it. And I don't do that. Like pull yourself back. You, you are going to get to the top. All you're going to do is you're going to exert so much energy because you still have 
a long way to go. Your race technically probably doesn't really start until that point. So pull back and don't get me wrong, once you get to the top of that three mile hill and you feel great, go and kick it a little bit more. You've still got 10 miles to go. There's still so much more distance and time that you can make up over that, but don't stress too much in the first part of the race because you'll only sort of, sort of you don't want to disappoint yourself either. So I feel like just go out with what you know is comfortable. If you do feel good, like I did for Boston, for example, I went out a bit faster than I wanted. Yeah. I felt good, you know? So it's yeah. you just trust your body mm. is my main thing. Trust your body. Your body won't fail you. Um, and just, yeah, take it take it easy. That's brilliant advice. Yeah, it's nice. Yeah, brilliant, brilliant. Thank you for that question. Right, I've got the other one that we had, which was uh, from Chris Cummings. Um, he says, hi, Fordian friends, long time listener and first time emailer. So thank you. I'm in the last four weeks of training for my first marathon at Edinburgh. So we've few of us have done Edinburgh. Um, I think the marinoir is starting to kick in because I'm ex- obsessed with working out what to eat in the run up the morning of the fueling on the run. I know I tolerate a gel every 30 minutes and use Kendall mint gels. That's OK. But do I need extra electrolytes to stop cramping? I've only gone up to 18 miles and the 20 mile run is next week. So I'll be taking salt tablets with me and we'll use if needed. But can you overdo it with electrolytes or is it more the merrier? Also, for carb loading, what's your go-to meals? Or do you just add something like a litre of sports drinks to your regular diet for a couple of days? Thank you. And congratulations on the recent PBs. God, there's loads in there, isn't there? Oh, yeah. Right. Um, on Edinburgh, hang on. On Edinburgh, we went um, self-sufficient Yes. Uh, in terms of uh, – and Mark Sloan, hero, was kind enough to bring our hydration vest back because he's a nice guy. You might not, Chris, have a nice guy like we had up there. But we did go self-sufficient so we could carry exactly what we carried in training. And I would recommend you do the same in terms of what the electrolytes you've been taking on and what you've been taking on so you can literally fuel it accordingly to what you've been doing. In terms of the other thing, what was the other thing? So his question is, uh, can you you overdo it in terms of taking too many electrolytes and and worrying about that stuff? Because, I mean, you can overhydrate. Yeah, you can overhydrate. I would do exactly what you've done in your training. Yeah. Don't just don't just don't even. Right. I think I can tell that he, he's like spinning out mm. of control because of the marinoid. Just do exactly what you've done in your training. Okay, yeah. that, that, that's, that's it's the main say. thing, like, especially with gels as well. You've already said that you take a gel every 30 minutes mm. and you have electrolytes. Like, don't change anything that you haven't been doing in training. I mean, if it is obviously weather dependent, you might feel like, oh, okay, it's super, super warm out, or you can predict that what the weather's going to be like maybe take an extra extra hydration tablet or something. I know I did have quite a few just to keep yourself hydrated leading up to the race. So you sort of feel feel comfortable there. But please don't change anything. Because yeah. like, you'll you'll then sort of finish and think, oh, I wish I didn't do that. Yeah. Um, and then before you know it, it's, it's, it's sort of okay, too- actually this is a really good example. If you if you uh Chris, if you've seen the video, I had chronic pain under my uh rib. I overhydrated. I I don't know why. I still don't understand. Maybe because probably because I'm an idiot. I had about two liters of water in the room because I thought it was going to be hot. I then drank at every water station. Like water was like never going to like be available ever again. And funnily enough, I got to like 23 miles and I couldn't run because I was in so much discomfort purely from wind. Right, and mm-hmm. I just I taken way too much on. I'm not saying don't hydrate. If I'd have just done what I'd done in my training, I'd have been just fine. Same same rule applies to you. And in terms of uh, carb loading, just go to like a pizza gaff or something, do a pet pasta, job done. Like again, like you do 
like week in week out nothing changes guys nothing changes uh, the race is just an extension of your training it's the last long run so nothing changes your mindset maybe in terms of what what you're trying to achieve out of it but effectively it's just another long run do it exactly the same change nothing yeah so, right. can you believe we've got to an hour I know, I, and more importantly, um, uh, Hayden has got to sing a song, and so is Toby. Uh, someone was asking about a training plan earlier on. Yeah, we can do tailored uh, training plans. Uh, someone was asking about tailored. We do yeah, train. I'm YouTube. doing it all week. Go on the website at forty-one.com. But yeah, right. So spin man, I've got to do three million laps on Sunday. I found out. Not happy about that, but that anger has sort of gone away a little bit because I know that the boys have now got to sing. <laughs> Uh, if anyone's in South End, I may be there in the morning park running. I'm not 100% confirmed yet. It depends what time I get up, but I may be in South End. You've been warned. Um, admin, you're going, and I'm doing what? going to, I don't know if I'm allowed to say this, but I'm going to do it anyway. Mm. I'm going to Aldenham tomorrow because it is Petra's 50th park run, 50th time volunteering um, on the same day, and it's also her 40th birthday this weekend. So, oh, wow. huge, huge love oh, to Massive, Massive love, love to PB Petra, hero, yeah. absolutely legend. Um, and her other half is running his first 5k because he promised about a year ago that on her birthday he'd run. Love it. Yeah. So he's, he's done. Can I just say, guy's an absolute machine, he doesn't run. And he was, he ran 30 minutes yesterday, like nine and a half minute miles. I was like, what's he doing? Legend. So we're going to have yeah, a fun. To be fair, he's getting married to PB Petra. He's got to keep up. <laughs> Do you know yeah. what I mean? With her pacing. Oh, God. Uh, yeah. Gemma, what did you say you, where you were going? I think we're going to go fairly localish, just down to Hackney um, Marshes tomorrow because we've got the big long journey down to uh, Curly Whirly next weekend. So. And Jatilla, you're partying like it's 1980. Yeah, I'm heading to Costa del Upminster in Essex (laughs) (laughs) for the bank holiday with a friend. I still uh, think you should come on Sunday and do 84,000 laps with me. I mean, I honestly couldn't think of anything worse. You're going to do do the outro because I've got to find the graphics so I don't muck it up. (laughs) Um, Thank you very much, everyone, for tuning in. Uh, You'll find us on all of the standard Platform, uh, podcast platform, Spotify, Apple, Amazon, all of that stuff. Um, please head over to 40runs.com forward slash long run if you've got any questions and email in. And huge thank you again to our sponsors at Sketchers. Uh, head over to sketchers.co.uk for all of the latest trainers and clothing. Uh, the Go Ride 11s are on there, so go and grab a pair of those. Good night. We'll see you next week. Bye, everyone. Bye. See up what was that boring no flavor that was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week kiki palmer here and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free hello fresh jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. now that's music to my mouth hello fresh let's get this dinner party started discover all the delicious possibilities at hellofresh.com planning for your next trip Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, 
Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.